You're listening to Joe Radio Live. Positive and motivational content just for you. Do enjoy and share. can face tomorrow. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Jesus. Blessed be your name, Jesus. Oh, we worship you, Lord. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, my life is worth the living just because he lives. Praise God. Hallelujah, glory to God. Because Christ lives, we can face tomorrow. Because he lives, all our fears are gone. Hallelujah. Glory be to his name. That's the name of Jesus. We give thee praise. Wonderful mercy. 
Blessings, blessings, Sister Tanya. Welcome. Thank you for joining in. We just worship God as we come on in. Blessed be the name of the Lord, thy God. Hallelujah. We praise God. We magnify His holy name and we lift Him on high. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to another week of inner healing support network praise god on this platform i minister the word of god concerning 
what prevents inner healing, what helps us to attain, to experience, and to encounter inner healing. This is where the word of God is being ministered. Praise God. We do it based on what the Bible says. So whatever is done and said here, it's biblical as well as scriptural. Praise God. I am your servant, JJ, Reverend Jennifer McGregor, sitting in for Evangelist Barita Mills on the platform Inner Healing Support Network. I welcome each and every one of us to another week. This week we are continuing on where we left off last Thursday, where we started discussing confessing your faults or confessing your sins and acknowledging your faults. That is the subject matter that we are looking at and we will be doing this until probably the, up to the last segment of inner healing for the year 2021 or as the Spirit of God leads. Praise God. So it's a wide topic that I do not want to rush to get over, but I want us to go through it in stages so that the word of God will minister to our spirit concerning confessing our sins and acknowledging our faults so that we can have inner healing. Praise God. I invite you to share this life with someone. Invite someone in. Let them hear what the Spirit of God is saying so that we can all become equipped and edify in this season. Let us all build the kingdom of God. The word of God says, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. And because of the lack of knowledge that a lot of us exercise, the enemy capitalizes on our weakness because we do not know so let us get ourselves into the knowing especially when it comes to the word of god and what the word of god says concerning us praise god hallelujah so this week we're gonna continue on confessing your faults and acknowledging our faults confessing our sins praise God and our main text this week will be taken from 1st John 1 and verse 9 that's our main text and we'll be looking at a portion of scriptures concerning this topic praise God hallelujah and the Word of God reads in 1st John 1 and verse 9 if we confess our sins he is 
faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Father, we present your word back unto you this afternoon. As we come, our Father, we come in no other name but the name of Jesus the Christ. Yeshua Amashiach, the Messiah, our soon coming King. Father, as we come, we come confessing our sins because we have sinned indeed in thoughts, in words, and in action. Like Isaiah God, we say, Woe is me, for I am undone. Cleanse us, Abba, from all unrighteousness. We continue to lift your name on high. We pray, O oh God, that the Spirit of God will move up on this ministering this afternoon. Lord, we pray that even as you increase, I will decrease. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, I pray that the word will go forth with clarity and authority. That this word, God, this written word will prosper where it has been sent. We pray, God, that as your people become edified, the devil will be terrified and you will be glorified. We give you all the honor, we give you the glory, and we give you the praise for what you're doing, for what you have done, and for what you're about to do in our midst. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So let us get into the word of God. Now, last week, we looked at the prophet Isaiah. In Isaiah chapter 6 and verse 5, where Isaiah, after the death of King Uzziah, Isaiah declared that he saw the Lord high and lifted up. Praise God. But then Isaiah acknowledged that he was unclean and he was undone. And so Isaiah confessed. And after his confession was made, an angel took a tongue of life cold and touched his lips. And he became purified. Now he was not only seeing God anymore, but he was able to hear what was happening in the inner court, in the holies of holies. So we see that confessing our sins and acknowledging our faults gives us access to the holies of holies. It gives us access to God through Christ Jesus because then we can be cleansed of all unrighteousness then we can be purified and then we can be healed blessings i'm seeing evangelist berita mills glory be to god blessings to you pastor mills thank you for joining in and also we have evangelist joan chan bless god thank you for joining us this afternoon god bless you as you join in please invite someone and share this program with someone because we all need to hear what the Spirit of God is saying in this season as it concerns the body of Christ. So we looked at Isaiah and we saw 
where he was purified but it wasn't done until confession was made praise God and so this week we want to move a little further hallelujah and we want to look at David the servant of God now I want us to understand that we must ask for forgiveness to be forgiven it is a notion where a lot of us tell ourselves that God knows us God knows our heart yes he does God knows all things because he is omniscient he is all wise and all-knowing praise God but when it comes to the affairs of sin we must confess we must repent we must ask for forgiveness in order to be forgiven God knows but it's something that we must do it's a requirement for us to be forgiven praise God so we must acknowledge our thoughts to God we must confess our sins so that we can be forgiven that is the word of God that is the law of the kingdom of God we didn't have to love God first for him to love us but we need to we need to confess we need to repent we need to forgive in order to be forgiven and in order for us to be forgiven we must ask for forgiveness yes God knows that we sin but we need to repent of our sins we need to make confession of our sins and hence the word of God in first John 1 and verse 9 tells us if we confess our sins and like I said in the last program the word of God begins by saying if we confess it means that we have a choice we choose to confess or not to confess because we were made we were created with choices and repentance is one of that choice so the word of God states if we confess our sins God is making us to understand that if you choose to confess he is faithful and he is just he is not a God that is gonna leave you undone the Word of God said a broken and contrite heart he will not despise so he's making us to understand that the moment we come to him in confession he is ready and waiting to forgive us not that he will just forgive us but also he is able or he will cleanse us of all unrighteousness praise God now God covenant is to forgive us when we repent when we confess so we can hold God to his word because he cannot go back on his word that is a covenant with us he repent and turn from our wicked ways he forgives and heal praise God now sins that have not been repented of are sins that have not been forgiven I want to make that clear to each and every one of us 
because there are a lot of Iranians teaching and false doctrine that a lot of us have been going by and living by and so many people are dying and going to hell thinking that they are on their way to heaven because they die with unrepented sins sins that they would have committed long ago and because it has been so long and because God understands and God knows our heart there is no need to repent the devil is a liar we must repent of all sins whether we know or we know not we ought to repent so that we may be forgiven praise God hallelujah praise God if you hear my voice a bit cracking up it's because I've been under the weather for some days now and so my throat is is is, is taking the brunt of it but praise God I am doing much better than some days before and I am relentless I am not gonna sit down and not do what I have need to do praise God I trust God and I'm going by his strength so we must understand that sins not repented of are sins that have not been forgiven now let us look quickly at psalms 86 and verse 5 so that we can get to where we want to go initially praise god that's psalms 86 and verse 5 and we just want to look at this verse quickly concerning the mercies of God and who God is by his characteristics and the word of God reads for though Lord art good <coughs> and ready to forgive and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon thee let no man fool you let no one have you to live comfortably in your sins thinking that God understands and God knows yes God knows but he expects us to come to him and this is what the psalmist David is saying to us here for the Lord is good we know that we serve a good God we know that we serve a God that is lovable is loving he is all love we know that and we know that he is ready to forgive but how will forgiveness be given if you do not confess and hence the psalmist goes on to say and plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon him so you understand that we have a role to play in being forgiven we have our part to do if we want to be forgiven because he is plenteous in mercy unto all them that call upon him there is no comma there there is no full stop there there is no pause there there is no abbreviation there the statement continues so we know hallelujah that god require us to repent he requires us to ask for forgiveness to confess our sins in spite of him being good in spite of him being ready to forgive us in spite of him being plenteous in mercy we must come in order to access forgiveness praise God 
Many of us, we sit and we do not confess our sins and we tell ourselves that God knows. God understands. God knows our hearts. And we see a lot of people dying daily, God knowing their, their hearts. But if you have sin, there is no place in the kingdom of God for you if you die in your sin. And that is the reality. That is the truth. If we die in our sinful state without repenting, without confessing our sins, we have made hell our home. There's no two way about it because sin cannot enter into heaven. There is no entrance for sin to enter in. There is no access, there is no leeway, there is no side doors, there are no windows that we will be able to enter into heaven with a little bit of sin. Oh glory be to God. We talk about faith as small as a mustard seed. If you have sin as small as that mustard seed, you will not get into heaven. I want us to understand that. A little bit of faith will take us a far way. Hallelujah. But a little bit of sin will have us going into hell. Come on, somebody. We need to be real. We need to understand how dangerous it is when we get caught up in sins and we do not repent. Praise God. And I know somebody might be saying, yes, but we were born in sin. Yes, we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. Hence, God sent his son to die to redeem us from that sin and give us an access by which we can come. Oh, glory be to God. He has given us the access. He has given us a way by which to come to him. Hallelujah. And so when we repent, we make our way right with God and we give him access to come in on our behalf but repentance must be a part of the believer's life repentance has to be in our makeup just like sin is in our dna repentance has to be our way of life we should not go to god except we are ready to repent because repentance Turn his ears towards us and his hands to reach us. Many a times we read in the scriptures, hallelujah, especially having to do with the children of Israel, where God would turn his face away from them because of their sins. And his ears would have become shut off to them because of their sins. But when they repented, then God turned towards them. When they repented, he defeated their enemies. When they repented, his hands were stretched out to them. Glory be to God. Let no one fool us that there's no need for repentance. Let no one fool us that we don't need to confess our sins to God. Many of are in the notion of confessing their sins to men because tradition and religion would have taught some. But we ought to make confession to God because only God can forgive sins. No man can forgive your sins. 
No man can forgive your sins to get you into heaven but God. And if you have to go to God, you must go through Jesus Christ. That is the word of God. Jesus is the way, the only way to the Father. No other way. Praise God. So we want to know the truth so that when we know truth, we can live truth and we can act truth because we would walk truth. So we cannot tell God on judgment day that we did not know because truth came. The word of God came. Praise God. So we see here that God is a good God. And is plenteous in mercy to them that come to him. To them that call upon him. To them that reach out to him. That access him. He will forgive. Hallelujah. Glory be to the name of Jesus. So God is waiting to forgive us and welcome us with open hand when we repent. Now God is not impartial when it comes to sin. I want us to understand that. This is, you see, my reason for not rushing this, this, this area. Because there's just so much that the Spirit of God has downloaded. Because we need to be edified in this season. We need to be edified going forward. Praise God. Let us look quickly at Romans 2 and verse 11 to 12. Hallelujah. That's Romans chapter 2 verses 11 to 12 God is not impartial when it comes to judging sin praise God and let me read what the word of God says verse 11 for there is no respect of persons with God I'll read that again for there is no respect of person with God. Verse 12 For as many as have sinned without law shall also perish without law. And as many as have sinned in the law shall be judged by the Lord. So either way sin is sin and sin will be judged. If you sin not knowing Christ, there is still a hell waiting for you. And if you know Christ and you sin, you will still be judged accordingly and hell will still await you. Praise God. So there is no hell for the unsaved who have sinned and heaven for the saved who sin. It does not work like that. I feel I need to repeat that for somebody because I might have just lost somebody right there. There is no hell for the unsaved man or woman that sin. And a heaven for the saved man or woman that sin. No. Whether you be saved or unsaved, once there is sin 
and you die without repenting of those sins, you have made hell your home. Because God is no respecter of person. He is not going to be impartial in judging sin. Sin is sin. Sin will not be categorized as a big sin, little sin, baby sin, major sin, minor sin, small sin. We don't have it categorized. Sin is sin. Praise God. And so we need to understand that you will be judged accordingly. Praise God. Because sin cannot enter heaven. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Now let me get to where I want to get to this week. Praise God. <laughs> now we're going to look at 1 Samuel's and we're going to look at David. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm so I'm just so excited bringing this word. In spite of praise God. To whom much is given, much is required. So some of us don't get to play sick and lay in bed all day. We still gotta come to the battlefield and we still have to do what is required of us. Now we're going to look at 1 Samuel 13. And I'm going to zoom in on verse 14. Praise God. Yes, I'm at the right place. Now we see here where God, praise God. Let me read the word of God and then we can discuss it. That's 1 Samuel 13 and verse 14. But now thy kingdom shall continue. The Lord had sought him a man after his own heart. And the Lord had commanded him to be captain over his people. Because thou hast kept that which the Lord commanded thee. Now when we look at this we see here where Saul was disobedient to God's command. After he was instructed by prophet Samuel, hallelujah, through the word of God about wiping out the Amalekites, wiping out that entire race. And so Saul thought that he could have been more compassionate than God, and so he spared the king, Agar. And so, because of the sin of disobedience, God had released Saul of kingship spiritually. I want us to understand this. Saul was relieved of kingship spiritually, even though he was still acting king physically. So God made Samuel to understand that he had appointed himself another man someone after his own heart and that person was David now when we look at the life of David praise God we're going to look at David in 2nd Samuel 24 when we look at the life of David you wonder how God could have chosen a king so sinful with so many faults 
people who has committed so many atrocities. Oh, glory be to God. But God said David was the man after his own heart. Praise God. Who are we to say otherwise? I want us to understand that having to deal with disobedience in the Garden of Eden. didn't think twice when Saul disobeyed him because he had that problem already with Adam and because of that sin was introduced into the world because when God created man he created him sinless Adam though fallen from the dust was created without sin praise God he was formed from the dust so it meant that he was formed out of purity because he was created pure when we looked at the, the life of uh, and the relationship of Adam and God we saw where God would come down in the cool of the day to communicate with Adam they had a relationship they had a good thing going on praise God because God had found a friend he had made Adam a friend he was he was a father he was a friend that was a person he would have come down and talked to he gave Adam so much power and authority that Adam got to name the animals that we now call by name today so Adam was formed without sin but Adam took sin unto himself when he disobeyed God and so sin entered mankind hence we now are born in sin and shaped in iniquity but we thank God for being born again that is the purpose for which we become born again now any man be in Christ is a new creature the sin nature in the old man have passed away and that which we have taken on the new identity of Christ has caused us to become new praise God so we don't have an excuse to say for all of sin and we were born in sin hence we were born again the new birth took care of the sin matter the sin nature being born again come on somebody a lot of us don't hear this preach in our Sunday churches or from our regular pulpit but the fact that we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity when we take on the identity of Christ it means that we have been rebirthed reborn a new life all things sin wash away that nature gone and now we take on the identity of Christ where we become or we're supposed to become sinless we're supposed to be like Christ we're supposed to be walking holy we're supposed to be in pureness purity come on so back to David so we see here now God said he has chosen a man after his heart because 
I'm I'm finished with Saul. Wrap him up. And you know what is what what is disturbing is that God can be finished with you and you not know it. That's sad. Because God was finished with Saul and Saul knew it not. God withdrew himself from Saul and Saul had no idea God was no longer with him. So much so that even when Samuel was mourning for him, God said, why are you wasting your time? I'm finished with him. I've found myself someone new. We have yet to see it in that old time where Saul went and repented because Saul told himself he did something good. He was helping God. He was doing something for God. And that is why repentance is so important. That is why confessing our sin is so important because it allows us to have relationship with God. Praise God. It allows us to have our relationship with God when we confess our sins to Him. When we acknowledge, Lord, I am wrong. I have fallen short of your glory. Woe is me. I am undone. Oh God. Now we're looking at David. Second Samuel. Let me wrap this up. Oh my God. This is so good. And I'm just watching the time going by. Praise God. Second Samuel 24 and verse 10. Praise God. No, I think I've gone too far into David. Let's look at 2 Samuel 12 and verse 13 first. And then we will go to 2 Samuel 24 and verse 10. Now I am rushing it a bit. Forgive me. 2 Samuel 12 and verse 13. Praise God. Yes. Yes. This is where I need first. Now let me look at this. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me look at David in this light. Now we know of the account of David when he took a peep at Bathsheba. It was just one little peep and he saw more than he bargained for and on seeing what he saw turned up his feeling, his emotion was turned up so much so that it moved from looking to wanting to having. Praise God. I hope somebody understood that. So David took a peek and he saw Bathsheba, he saw her nakedness. And just by looking at her, he then have a desire for her. And that desire that he had made him to touch. That desire that he had made him to become entangled with another man's wife and had 
having done that entanglement, having committed that sin of adultery, hallelujah, then came something else in the midst because we have to understand that with sin comes consequences some of the time we touch and we wish it was just a touch but then the touch leads to something deeper and it gets us into more trouble and so on touching Bathsheba she became pregnant but Bathsheba's husband was very close to David he was a trusted and loyal soldier in the army at that time it was someone that David trusted someone that was genuine and loyal to David that would have put his life on the line for his master praise God and so when David saw that there was water more than flour he was not about to make peace he know that he has to make a door praise God and so Uriah came home and David as a matter of fact he arranged for Uriah so that he could have slept with his wife so that he, the, the blame could be shifted like so many of us Christians we like to shift blame praise God but things didn't quite work out the way David had planned it and so this is what happened when we sin and we we we, we want to back it up with another uh, another circumstance and another situation we have to keep adding more sin to the sin it's like when we lie we have to keep lying to cover one lie and before you know it you begin to become the author of lies because you start to write a book bigger than the bible with lies praise God and so because plan A didn't work David now has to turn to plan B and so he put Uriah in the line of death he sent him in the line of fire because now he has to die because plan A did not work so it's one sin being committed then another sin and then another sin praise God because we tend to think that we can keep adding up sin to get it right. But sin on top of sin on top of sin leads to more sin. And it never gets right with sin because you don't get right with God. Praise God. Only when we repent and confess our sin. And so we know the account of David all too well and Uriah and Bathsheba. But this is what happened. David now was approached by prophet Nathan because God had to get to David the man who he considered to be after his own heart God now had to, to, to find a way now God has to deal with his son he has to deal with his chosen praise God because no sin is in the camp and God cannot endorse sin God cannot entertain sin God cannot encourage sin. God cannot turn a blind eye to sin. It doesn't matter who commits the sin. Remember what we read in Romans 2, verse 11 and 12, that God is no respecter of person. He is not impartial when it comes to judging sin. 
So this is what the word of God says. Hallelujah. Verse 13. Second Samuel 12 and verse 13. Now, I will read from verse 12. For thou didst it secretly, but I will do this thing before all of Israel and before the sun. And David said unto Nathan, I have sinned against the Lord. And Nathan said unto David, the, Oh, sorry. The Lord also hath put away thy sin. Die. Praise God. Now, in spite of everything what happened, when Prophet Nathan came to David and he, he started to give him a parable, he started to speak in parable, unknowingly to David that he was talking about him. David was ready to kill the person who had committed such a sin until he found out that it was him. That was the sinner that did such great atrocity before God and to man. But David did not wrap up himself or put his tail between his legs or become filled up with pride. He immediately confessed that he has sinned against God. He immediately confessed, he acknowledged his faults, his shortcoming. That he has sinned against God. And this is what Prophet Nathan said. He said, The Lord also has put away thy sin. Thou shalt not die. Because we know that the wages of sin is death. Praise God. The wages of sin is death. So now Prophet Nathan is telling David that he has been spared. Why? Because confession was made. He was truly wrong he repented he confessed he could have said you know what i am king i have all right i could get to any woman i want he could have become puffed up but he knew that what he did was wrong and he confessed that he had sinned against god that was not the only time that David sinned. When we look at 2 Samuel 24 and verse 10, we see also where David sinned by numbering the children. Hallelujah, he did a census and he was not supposed to do that. You can read through this as we're going off time now. 2 Samuel 24 and verse 10, hallelujah. This is what the word of God said, and David's heart smote him. After that, he had numbered the people. And David said unto the Lord, I have sinned greatly in that I have done. And now I beseech thee, O Lord, take away the iniquity of my servant, for I have done very foolishly. Come on. David is a big man. He was not afraid to say, I am wrong. He was not afraid to say, I have weakness. I have shortcomings. Come on. And he knew that in sinning, grieved God. And so he was quick to point it out that he has 
sinned against God. Glory be to God. We must confess our sins. We must acknowledge our faults. We cannot have inner healing without confession. We cannot have inner healing without repentance. We do not have access to God and the kingdom of heaven without repentance. We will not have access to eternity or a life in eternity if we do not confess our sins here and hurt. Because there is no getting to heaven with sin. Everybody wants to go to heaven. There is a way to get there. We don't get to break protocols when we sin and get into heaven. We don't get a tap on the shoulder when we sin and say, okay, I'm going to just forgive you and turn a blind eye. And no, no, no. We must confess our sins. We must acknowledge our shortcomings and our fault. Hence, we have repentance where we can go before God and say, Lord, forgive me, I have sinned. The last scripture for today we're going to look at is Proverbs 28 and verse 13. Praise God. Proverbs 28 and verse 13. Hallelujah. And we will wrap up from here until next Thursday when we continue with the topic confessing our sin and acknowledging our faults. Praise God. So Proverbs 28 and verse 13. Let us look what the word of God says right here. Praise God. Proverbs 28 and verse 13. And I'm going to read. He that covereth his sin shall not prosper. Wow. Wow. The word of God. Not my word. Not something that was written yesterday or last year. Over 2,000 years ago. He that covereth his sin shall not prosper. But whoso confesseth, confesseth, and forsaketh them shall have mercy. Praise God. Glory be to God. Blessing Sister Sue. Thank you for joining in. God bless you. He that covereth his sin shall not prosper. My God. This summarize the entire word today that came forth we open up by saying if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness and now we are summarizing the entire today by saying he that covereth his sin shall not prosper but whoso confesseth and forsaken them shall have mercy it means when you confess your sin walk away from it forget about it leave it behind do not continue in it do not build a mountain on top of a hill do not look to expand what you have done before. You must confess 
and forsake it. It means that you need to repent and turn. That is what the word is saying. You do not repent and go back to doing that which you know repented of. You do not confess and go back to what you know confess of. You must confess and forsake. You must confess and move forward. Move away from it. Hallelujah. That is what the word of God is saying. Because when you cover your sin, you will not prosper. When you cover your sin, you will not be healed. When you cover your sin, you will not have good health. When you cover your sin, you will not have good success. Glory be to God. And next week, I'm going to show us that how sin can have us sick. Praise God. From the word of God. We're going to see that a lot of the people that Jesus came in contact with and healed. He said, go and sin no more. So, sin can have us bound. Sin can have us wrapped up in sickness. But that is for next week when you join me right here, same time. On Inner Healing Support Network, I am Servant JJ, Reverend Jennifer McGregor. And I'm sitting in for Evangelist Barita Metz. Do invite someone and share this program with someone. Let us all go up together. It's all about the kingdom of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. We thank God for his word. We thank God for his people today. We thank God for everything that was said and done here this evening. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, glory be to God. Thank you, Jesus. We give God thanks. For this program we give god thanks for this platform hallelujah praise god so thankful for what god is doing in this hour i am thankful for where god is taking us in this season and what god wants to do with us if only we open our hearts to receive him but remember it begins with repentance we must confess our sins because he will forgive us he will cleanse us we want to prosper we have to uncover our sins uncover ourselves before god come on and because he lives we can face tomorrow praise god i give god thanks for each and every one of you that joined in today please do join again next thursday god's willing for another segment of inner healing where we do it God's way hallelujah thank God God bless you evangelist Marita Mills God bless you woman of God he holds the future all who have joined in I thank God for you I'm not able to see everyone that are on the platform but nonetheless Welcome and thank you for joining I really pray that the word make entrance into your life, into your spirit. Praise God. See you next Thursday, God's willing. Shalom, Maranatha. Till we meet again. Because he lives Because he lives I can face
Hallelujah. 